All right, we're on the prowl with Professor Hot Sauce. I am, of course, your host, Professor Hot Sauce. Hope you all doing well in quarantine. I'm not, let's be honest. This fucking sucks for somebody who's single and uh, very outgoing, kind of wants to be a little bit of a partier, let's say. This fucking is brutal. And I can't imagine what it's like for my fellow brothers out there who are also single, maybe a bit lonely. Uh, This shit really sucks. So I want to talk a little bit about that because I just moved to a new city this year and was super excited. (laughs) One of my friends actually said, hot sauce, you're going to love it. You're moving to a new city. There's a whole new crop of women. You haven't had any experience with any of them. So whatever the fuck reputation you had back in whatever city, you can just wipe the slate clean. Now, I would like to think I have a, an okay reputation. You know, I joke around about, uh, you know, being a fuck boy. I just recorded an episode about, about that. But at the same time, I, f- I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very honest and transparent about the fact that you know, I kind of love the bachelor lifestyle and I'm not necessarily looking for a relationship. But shit kind of got turned upside down uh, back in March with this COVID shit. Now, I look back on it and I, I think to myself, I'm like, you know what? It's weird because I didn't really go through this kind of mentality like I really need to get laid. It was so fucked up because with self-isolation, I was just the predominant thought was stay the fuck away from people. <laughs> So the thought of actually hooking up with somebody was actually like the furthest thing from my mind. And it was, it was really weird because back in January, you know, I went on a few of the, uh, the apps, the common ones where, you know, you, you might look to find somebody and maybe go on a few dates or hang out or whatever. Right. And so I met a few girls on there, started chatting with them, but nothing ever really materialized. And there was a few instances where I had, Organized a couple of dates, but never went out on any of them. And it was interesting because I just, I just so much distanced myself once all this shit went down. And I look back now and it's funny because in other times in my life, I think of the furthest gaps in time between times I've actually had sex. And then I think to myself, how it tends to weigh on my mentality of that ends up being all I think about is trying to have sex with somebody. And it's really not good. But during this quarantine has been very odd because that, that wasn't the, the thing. So prior to this all going down, uh, you know, I've been going back to the city where I'm from quite a bit and I had actually hooked up a couple of times with a, with an ex-girlfriend of mine. And so I had had sex like right before the self-isolation thing had happened. And there's a few girls that I was interested in hanging out with and kind of had conversations with, but nothing ever went anywhere. And especially when this quarantine hit, I just kind of shut my brain off of, you know, hooking up just in general, which is so strange because in the past, like if I go a month without having sex, that's like all I think about. If you've ever seen that, Seinfeld episode where George and Elaine, that's all they think about is sex and how it fucks with the, with the brain. I swear to God, if, if you stop thinking about sex as a male, you're so much smarter. I tell you, I've been, I've been 
learning so much shit during quarantine. I'm on YouTube like crazy. That's all I do. I'm learning about new shit. And it's funny because I'm not thinking about sex at all. Uh, you know, when, when I first went down, I thought to myself, you know, I'm going to have some really strange thoughts. You know, I'm going to be looking at avocados differently. I'm going to be looking at peaches, watermelons with all these sexual thoughts. I can't go near a fucking central vac system. Otherwise things might get a little fucking hairy, hot tub jets, you know, it's just fucking weird. That, that was in the past, you know, professor hot sauce. If you've ever seen American pie and they talk about getting to third base, I think, you know what I'm talking about with that scene. But for me, it wasn't that for me, it was the complete opposite. I just got so in, in my mind, the, the message to my brain was stay the fuck away from people and I probably stayed indoors for 30 days straight between March and April and just did absolutely fuck all. I watched a lot of TV. I learned a lot of shit, uh, just researching stuff on online. And just women were the furthest thing from my mind, which is really strange because in the past, when I would go even a month, and I apologize if I've already said this, I've been drinking whiskey straight out of the bottle here. Uh, today it's a weekend, but now it's, now I'm not even, I'm not even thinking about it. And and that's the other thing talking about drinking. Like I didn't drink for a month either. It, my, my lifestyle has been like working out, research, learn new shit and trying to do side gigs. Like I'm thinking about a YouTube channel that I'm, I'm going to create, uh, as a form of entertainment. And I think I could, I could do that. Well, I'm working on a website, all these things I'm, I'm doing. And the furthest thing from my brain is, is sex. I don't even know what the fuck pornography is anymore. Like, what what the fuck is that? What a waste of time that shit is. Holy fuck. Anyways, but it's strange because now May rolls around. You know, I start talking to women a bit more. Things are opening up. We can start doing things as a society again. And it was my birthday in May. And towards the end of the month... Uh, you know, I went back home to the city I'm from originally before I moved and I took a case of 18 beer. And the plan of that was to give to my buddy because he allowed me to to stay at his place graciously. And so my plan was, all right, I'll buy these, this case of 18 beer and I'll leave it to him. I'm only going to stay there a night or two, and then I'm going to head on and, and, uh, go visit my mom. So I end up drinking all 18 beer. That day, as soon as I get in, I get a Snapchat from a friend saying, we're drinking on the deck, get here and let's start drinking. So we do that. And this is a Thursday night. And on Friday, I took the day off and we just got absolutely shit faced and we started playing sociables and we played these, these, uh, rules where guys and girls had to strip. So the cards were queen Females had to strip. King guy had to strip. And then we had a rule card, which I believe was the nine. Doesn't matter. And it just so happened that the two, so it was me and two other females. The two females that I had been playing with made a rule that they got to put on an article of clothing every time I had to strip. And they kept getting nines. And then they said, anytime girls drink, I have to strip. All these fucking rules. So... Obviously, I was naked quite quickly. And, uh, you know, I've been working out a bit. I look better naked now than I did three months ago. 
So 18 beers later, I end up fucking, you know, this girl who I have history with. I don't remember any of it. It was probably, <laughs> I don't know if it was any good. It was probably, I imagine it was probably awful. I, I don't remember a single fucking thing about it. Wake up the next day, look at in the fridge. There's zero beer left. I'm like, holy fuck, that, that did actually happen. And then I eventually come back here. Now, it's been like three weeks since that event. And prior to that, it had been, I guess, two and a half months, which for me, that's a fairly long time. But when you go through these slumps or these droughts or whatever, I feel like it takes an emotional impact. And to me, when I generally go longer than a month, or if I'm at that two-month range, it drives, drives me fucking insane. Where, like, that's the only thing I think about is is sex all the time. But during COVID, it's been like, I don't want anything to do with this shit. Like, when I first moved here, I downloaded all these dating apps. And I go on there for a day, and I get bored, and I delete them. People start asking me what I'm doing, and I purposely avoid people. It's It's the weirdest thing, and I don't know... I don't know if other people like that. Like, imagine, I'm thinking of the incels during this time. And I know that sounds weird. And I don't know how people define incels, but I feel for them in a way. Um, in the sense, in the raw definition of what an incel is. So involuntary celibates take away all the misogyny and all that other shit that uh, people sometimes associate with that group of people. But people who just generally can't get laid or can't get a girlfriend. I feel really bad for them. And maybe this is a better time for them. I don't know. But for a guy like me who's very outgoing uh, and obviously who enjoys enjoys having sex, like this is the furthest thing from my mind. And it's really weird because if this continues, this podcast is really going to suck if I have zero stories to tell uh, about uh, hooking up now obviously I got stuff from my past probably carry another year's worth of episode but at the same time <laughs> it's 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 really really strange and so I wanted to talk about the fact that like I have these interests in women right now but I don't actually want to have sex with any of them and I can't believe I'm actually saying this like what has my life become where I want to be celibate. It is the weirdest thing. Because quite frankly, you know, I've discovered that this learning process and these kind of side gigs I'm doing right now, I get a lot of fulfillment out of it. So I want to dedicate a lot of time to that. And I'm actually going to take a, a road trip in Western Canada for the next two weeks. I'm just going to get in my car and drive and take the podcast on the road and just hang out with some friends. And it's really strange because I've got, I wrote down this like list of women where there's something there. There's something there. Like we communicate on a fairly regular basis, but I don't know why. And I don't know if anyone can empathize with my situation. Like for all the single guys, I guess, out there, why do you talk to women? I have this conversation with some friends of mine. 
and they either say, well, you're, you're either talking with them because you need something out of that conversation. Like they're a friend or they're a work colleague or a family member and, and you need something to be communicated because there's an event that's going to happen or whatever, uh, or their friend, you just enjoy their, their company. But a lot of my friends say, well, wh- why, why even talk to certain females? Like, you know, I have my group of friends that I'm going to hang out with and I'm going to do things with them. But if I'm not, I'm not actually close enough friends and not actually doing things with them. Why even bother continuing conversation? And to me, it's a, cause I'm super bored. I'm lonely. I'm in the city by myself. So I've been debating the idea of whether or not I should go into the dating scene again. But as soon as I have conversations with these people, I just go fucking batshit crazy. So one thing I think that's going to happen after the self-isolation is, well, it's really strange because there is a lot of stats that said people are drinking a lot more. And I couldn't relate to that in, in March and April, but I'm not going to lie. Like I just... I just fucking drank half a bottle of cherry whiskey just straight out of the bottle. It's the fucking weekend. Who gives a shit? But I generally don't drink alone. I don't feel like I am because when, when you guys hear this, you'll be listening to me and I feel like I'm drinking with you. So, like, I'm drinking kind of with imaginary friends right now, which might even be fucking worse. Like, I'm having drinks to podcast with my friends who I have no idea when they're actually going to hear this. This is, this is a weekend right now, but you could be listening to this at work 10 a.m. on a Tuesday and I'll be saying, hey, cheers. So, hey, cheers right now. I'm going to have a, have a drinky, drinky poo. So this episode could get a little sloppy. And I noticed that alcohol sales, they're saying stats are up pretty big month over month with people just sitting at home drinking more. So that concerns me because a lot of people are, are depressed. And as a result, because I'm so lonely and I'm by myself, you know, I'm talking with a lot of people and I'm chatting with a lot of women. 90% of them are single. 10% of them are not. Which is also problematic. I don't know why I'm doing that. I'm just... Like anyone who will talk to me, I, I listen. I don't think anything's going to happen. Well, especially especially since I'm not in the same city as most of these people. That's why I talk to them is because I can't see them. So I'm having these conversations. But a lot of times things get flirty. And then you're on apps like Snapchat. You'll get a photo. You know, someone's in a tub. And then... Maybe you'll see a reflection off the tiles or something that you're maybe not supposed to see. Or maybe you are. Uh, And it's these accidental, if you guys could see my air quotes on accidental, then you really wonder what the the motives are. So um, the other problem is you got all this fucking time to think about a million things. And you're like, well, what does that mean? What does that comment mean? What's the context around that? It's probably if you just take shit at face value, there's nothing there. But I mean, now you got all this extra time to think. You're like, huh, wonder what that means. And, you know, I thought it would be tough going like, I mean, if, we, if I go back to April, May, I was just thinking to myself, I was like, there's no way I'm going to have sex in like six months. There's just, there's no way. Cause like I'm actively avoiding people. 
And I was just like, it was strange because in the past, when I've gone those long periods of time without going, having sex, I, I start wondering what the fuck's wrong with me. You know, I, I'm, I'm like, is there something wrong with my personality? Am I ugly? And I'm wondering why women aren't interested in me. But the strange thing is, this is way and way less on my mindset now because I'm not going out to social gatherings and I'm not trying to say hit on women at all. That's just a thing I haven't done in four months now, probably just due to circumstances. So it's really strange and probably quite healthy actually, because now I don't have these, these thoughts just drilling in my head of what the fuck's wrong with me. Uh, so I thought this would take a way bigger toll. Now, luckily, like I said, in, in May, you know, there was some kind of little bit of sexual involvement happening. Uh, but the other thing is, too, I've been just working out a shit ton. You know, that's what I'm, that's what I'm filling out my, my time with. So I also feel that for women who especially, well, there's two things that have happened. So women who don't know me, uh, are way more approachable when you're better looking, but also you could tell body language too. So you could see these signals of people who are open to certain types of engagement. And it's funny because now, like I remember I posted a photo on Snapchat a couple of weeks ago and a couple of girls reached out and been like, Hey, have you lost a lot of weight? And I said, well, yeah, I've, you know, 20, 30 pounds type of thing, uh, which is pretty significant. I mean, it's, like 10% over to 10 to 15% of my total body weight. And I'm just wondering of, you know, when the, when these social gatherings, when these festivals happen, the bars open, is it just going to be like a crazy fucking bang fest? Like, are people just going to whore themselves out? Like the single people out there? Like I had this thought in my mind that this would be the case. And a buddy of mine, he kind of said the same thing. Like, that's the first thing he's going to do is go out to the bar and find, like, anyone who's willing to go home with. And I'm just like, yikes. I'm actively trying not to be that person, which is really strange because I've learned that I'm reacting to this whole situation a lot differently than other people are. But again, I'm curious about my incel brothers. And I'm going to use that term because, I mean... COVID's kind of caused people to be incels in a way, right? Like, I mean, how the fuck am I supposed to go out and meet somebody during this type of environment? You can't. Holy fuck, we're talking about feeling sorry for incels on the podcast. This is this is officially, this might be rock bottom for this fucking podcast. I just realized this, talking about being sorry for fucking incels. Holy shit. All right, I just, I need to take a shot of Jack Daniels here and let's get this shit back under control. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Whew. All right, Jack Daniels will straighten me out. All right, fuck this. All right, I love podcasting. This was kind of an episode to get these fucking thoughts out of my head about feeling lonely for myself. But I want to get back and I got a lot of stories written down. There's about 20 stories of some crazy shit that's happened. 
And I was going to do some of those episodes tonight, but I, I wanted to get this off my chest. You know, I feel lonely. I feel bad for my brothers out there. I really do. You know, any single person and my and my sisters too. My brothers and sisters out there who are single during quarantine, having a difficult time. I get it. I feel you. So I wanted to have this episode to let you know you're not alone. But after this shit, this fucking podcast, we're going on tour. We're going across Western Canada. I'm meeting up with some of my buddies that have been there for some of these stories. And we're going to do a good fucking job of telling these stories. Because a lot of times, you know, I feel like my guests and I, we feed off each other. So I'm thinking of a few stories that, uh, you know what, I'm just going to jump in my car. And for the next three weeks, I'm just going to explore our beautiful country of Canada. Hopefully make some other podcast stories in the process. But I'm going to visit various cities and just have a good fucking time and tell these, uh, tell these stories. And I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope, for this, I hope this COVID bullshit doesn't last too much longer and we can all enjoy people's company again. I have a feeling that when this shit opens back up, you better fucking buy a box of condoms. That's all I'm going to say. And, and ladies... Okay, got it. dudes, buy some fucking condoms. Women, buy a lot of fucking birth control. Because, like, this shit's going to get crazy. I can just, I can sense it. Because, like, you know, I, I, maybe I got a little bit lucky that I'm not feeling it so much. But I know that if I had gone, say, five months, I guess how long has it been? Three, four months, almost? If I had gone three months... Without even having a remote possibility of getting laid. That would probably drive me insane. You know what's, you know what's going to be worse? You know what the worst thing is going to be? <laughs> this is going to be the worst thing. I've been working out like crazy. Uh, I'm older, so I don't look physically as good as I did 10 years ago. So let's be real about that. But the fact is, what I look like today compared to what I looked like six months ago, if this shit opens back up, and we're allowed to socialize with other people. And then I go a fucking month or two without having any kind of romantic encounters. That shit's going to drive me. That shit's going to drive me crazy. Like that, that's going to be the, the worst thing that can happen. You know, we talk about mental health during uh, self-isolation. And it's bad and it's a real thing. So, I mean, part of my motivation for doing this podcast is, you know, hopefully... From the sexual side, you don't feel too isolated. And there is light at the end of the tunnel. But if shit gets back and then you still go two months, holy fuck, don't. We'll we'll, we'll chat. We'll chat. We'll chat. Because I've gone through those. And it gets pretty bad. Like, people get desperate. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm at the point in my life, I'm old enough that, you know, there's a proverbial black book of people that if need be, I know I can go to that well again. You know, there's a, there's a, there's an ex-girlfriend of mine I was chatting with today. I know I could go back to that well, but the last thing you want to do is use somebody for sex. That is absolutely horrible and something I don't want to do. And we've actually had that conversation to the fact that if there's going to be intimacy, there needs to be some level of respect in terms of the emotional aspect. And I get it. Don't want to be that type of person. 
So it's really tough because you have your sexual needs, but you also have your emotional needs on top of it. Now, I can do a very good job of disconnecting the two and just getting the physical side. That might be a guy thing. I don't know. I feel like it kind of is. I'm a guy, so I can I can speak for it. I've had a lot of conversations with a lot of other dudes. Uh, a lot of women say that shit too, quite frankly. Um, but at the same time, you know, you need to have that that level of respect and that communication to say, hey, this is what this is. I haven't had sex in six months. This is all I give a fuck about right now. Uh, as far as you and I are concerned, that's going to be it. So I'm kind of wondering if that's going to be the shit that happens once this is all said and done. Uh, but I can tell you this. There's going to be a lot of people making up for lost time. And that actually, the, the weird thing is, that might actually push me off for a bit. You know what I mean? Like that's actually probably going to push me off for like a few weeks and just because you don't feel fucking special about it. You just, it's whatever you're, you're, you're an ends to a mean, you mean nothing. And so I don't want to be a hypocrite and say like, I haven't been on the opposite side of that because I certainly have. But I also think that like, as long as you're open about it and saying, Hey, listen, you know, this, this is the type of person I am. This is what I'm looking for. I'm looking for you to say goodbye to you tomorrow type of thing. And some people get it. Some people don't. Some people think they can still convince you to, to change. But I just think that all the single men and all the single women, that first night that bars open up, look the fuck out. It's going to get fucking crazy. Going to have people all over each other. Man. All right, I'm going to go to the bar the first night. If nothing else, it's going to be a good fucking social experiment to see how many people are all over each other. That first night that bar is open, nightclubs, I'm going out. I'm not even going to look for somebody. I just want to be a witness. And uh, what I want to do is I'm going to take this podcast on tour for the next three weeks. We're going to have a good time. We're going to meet up with some people. We're going to have some uh, some group conversations of some stories, some good stories that have happened in the past. And, hey, maybe we'll uh, we'll make a new one or two within the next few weeks. So this is probably going to be the last solo podcast you get from me for a while. So uh, I hope you still enjoyed them. I've gotten some feedback, some good, some negative. Let me know what you think of the solo podcast. I like to tell more stories in these ones. I'll probably go back to that. Less about my personal shit that you guys probably don't give a fuck about. Uh, But some more funny stories and we'll have some guests on the podcast. Coming out every Sunday. Peace.